and we're back with our hundredth episode. This is Bourbon and Blood, and this week we did Malignant. Yeah. Woo! Here we go. Hi guys, I'm Danny. I'm Anne. And we're back. We're doing this. Malignant. Yeah, we watched it. We've heard a lot of things. Ooh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh my god. It's a James Wan movie. Mm-hmm. You know him from... Conjuring. Most of the like Warren movies. Yeah. He did like Annabelle and all of them. And he also did the first Saw movie. Um. Well, we open up at a research lab uh, on the... Shore of the ocean in Seattle. It's big and monstrous and scary. There's an issue with one of the subjects at the Simeon Research Lab. And it's growing too big and angry. And there's like this huge rampage, right? All these people die. Then we find out, dun, 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 it's a kid. Wow. (laughs) It's also in 1993, which will be important in a minute when I complain about something. So the doctor, there's like a doctor who's Dr. Weaver. She's like the head doctor. Yeah. And she is like a um, re, a child reconstructional surgery specialist. Um, and she makes all these video diaries about the things. She is like, we have to cut the cancer out. It's time to cut out the cancer for Gabriel. Yeah. Who is like his voice like comes through a fucking radio. Cause he can't actually he talk, can't supposedly. Actually talk, so he like uses the radio to transmit <laughs> his voice. It's insane. And then it says, cut to current day. Alright, this is where I'm annoyed. Cause it was a sweet ass station wagon looking like rolling up from nineteen seventy-eight. No, because if you watch this movie 20 years from now, it won't make sense when it's like, oh, this child is a certain age. 1993 to current day. Oh, yeah. Just say 2000 or 2021. That's true. That's true. Stop with that in movies, you guys. Just put an actual date. But this is where we meet Madison, who is our main character. Uh, She's pregnant, gets out of her very cool station wagon, and enters her very cool... And not at all haunted looking house. No, not at all. I mean, it was an amazing house. He always has such good houses in his movies. I know. They're so good. Um, So she is like pregnant and tired. She's working the night shift. Like, it's a tough life. You you definitely want to come home when you're having a tough life to a guy named Derek who's sitting on the bed or laying on the bed watching MMA fighting in the middle of the day. Oh, my God. And this is when I was already like, wow, Derek's a giant piece of shit. Oh, but wait. He turns in to a real big piece of shit. So she's having a hard day because she's in a lot of pain from the baby. She wants to lay down. So she turns off the MMA fight. He hits her. It's because of the MMA. <laughs> he says to her, so she's had miscarriages before. Yeah. He says to her, how many of my children do I have to watch die inside of you? That is what fucked up. A piece of shit. He slams her head into the wall and then just leaves. 
Well, he apologizes. You know, he's really sorry. Through the door. He quit drinking. Oh you know, he's working on it. God. So she locks him out. Her head is bleeding profusely. And she's a nurse. Don't you think you would go to a doctor? Just saying. Any. Well, she's not a nurse. I thought she was in like nurse no, scrubs. No, that's. She was in like cleaning scrubs oh, or something. Okay. Like that's. She wasn't no, I guess a I nurse. Mm-mm. So yeah, she decides to go to bed, still bleeding from her head. And we cut to Derek sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. He's in the doghouse, sleeping yeah. on the couch. He wakes up because there's a weird noise happening. There's like clanging and banging and noises. So he goes into the kitchen. He thinks it's Maddie, yeah. obviously. The blender's going off. The fridge door opens. The TV starts going crazy. All of this weird shit. And he sees somebody sitting on the couch watching TV and then he turns the light on and they're gone. I said, that's a ghost. <laughs> that's a couch ghost. It's sofa king scary. But then wait, they didn't explain <laughs> the couch cushions moving. That was ghosty. Yeah, it was ghosty. How would that? Hmm, I know. How would that have happened? Remember, he... They're just trying to throw us some red herrings. Right Gabriel there. also can control what people see, is what they no, said later. No, he can control what she oh, sees. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the couch cushion doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And then all of a sudden, this figure is standing behind Derek and just kills the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. He was a pain in the neck before. Oh, my God. <laughs> they snapped his neck, is what I'm getting Jesus at. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so bye, Derek. No no loss there. Mm-mm. He was a giant piece of shit. So she wakes up still bleeding, goes downstairs, finds Derek's contorted dead body, and then the terrifying figure chases her through the house. Yeah. Which I said, that ghost does not take sides in the marital dispute. And then just like, <laughs> she's trying to keep him out of the bedroom, and he like slams the door open, and she... Falls unconscious. Yeah. The cops are lining the street at this point. They're like, it was a home invasion. But they've never seen anything like that. No. The evidence technician who was the most adorable woman in this movie. I think she was awesome because it was like this weird side story where she was obsessed with our main detective. And it never went anywhere. But she was like. When they saw the body, she goes, this is something special. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say about a dead fucking body. <laughs> but she, Madison's alive. She wakes up at the hospital. But? Uh, her baby did not survive. Now, knowing what we know, do you think Gabriel took care of it? Because they talk about how, spoilers, whatever, at the end. We find out she's had so many miscarriages because mm-hmm. how many has she had? Three. She's had three miscarriages in two years. In two years. And uh, her sister, which we get introduced, introduced to at this point, says, Gabriel's been absorbing your babies. It makes him stronger. No, she says that at like, the end. I know. She but... doesn't know anything about her miscarriages. But, oh, you're saying at the end she said that. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I'm assuming that means that Gabriel... I mean, yeah, probably, or, I mean, that was, like, traumatic, what happened to her. Like, she was slammed Twice. onto the floor. Two head wounds yeah. in less than 24 hours. Um, So it's just a lot. She's been going through a lot these past couple of days. Um, 
yeah, we meet Sydney, her adorable, precious sister, who is a princess. Oh, excuse me, a princess at Family World. Yeah, well, she's a struggling actress because she's like not like anything's panning out yeah. to have auditions. She's really sweet though. Yeah. She was nice. Um, and then we also meet here the cop. Kako, how do you say his I name? I don't remember. She just called Detective it Shaw. K, yeah. Um, he was a cutie, little cutie, but cute. <laughs> but this is when she finds out about all of her miscarriages, and she never knew, and she didn't understand why Madison would never tell her. And then she like curls up with her on the bed, and like I was like, oh, yeah, this is really cute. sweet. It was cute. So Madison's back at home now, and she's like getting ready for bed, and the street light outside is flickering. There's a lot of light activity in this movie that's mainly how you know gabriel is coming yeah if lights are flickering gabriel's around yeah the lights because they can he can control electricity and that's about it aside from his kung fu moves he's super strong um so she like looks out the window and she sees the figure standing there walking towards her house yeah and she is like running through the house and this is one of the coolest shots I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. It was an entire overhead shot of her running through all of the various rooms in the house, closing the windows, locking the doors. Like, it was so cool. It was very, like, Kubricky. It looked like something, like, Stanley Kubrick would do. It, it reminded me of a board game. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. And I'm just like, why doesn't every movie... <laughs> But I'm sure it, building that set was insane. I'm sure it was. So that's probably, probably why a pain most in the don't. ass. But oh my god, it was amazing! Like the camera work in this movie was really cool. Well, he's and got that wand money. He's got. I know he does, and he—that <laughs> is how he shoots his movies. It's like a very signature way that he does it. But like, it's so cool. It's is that so what you cool. call a signature? My signature camera move for James Wan is the slow creep in. Like people sitting on each yep, side, because yep. he even did it in this movie. He did. I noticed it too when they were doing the the psychiatrist. Yep. Like, but like whenever someone's sitting in the middle, it like slowly it creeps slowly through goes to them. In. Yep. Or it'll focus like somebody sitting at the table, but it'll slightly focus just a bit away from them, like down the hallway a little yeah. bit, but they're still in the frame. <laughs> it's so good. It's just so good the way he does it. I love it. Um, this is when we get introduced after she's. Freaked out that night. It's I didn't know anything about this, and Anne said she heard about it in a podcast like this week. But the Seattle Underground is awesome. Yeah, I you're had no missing idea. some stuff here, though. First, first you're missing how amazing those bedroom windows were. Oh, so more detail on the house. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but then this she also tells Maddie or her sister Sydney. Madison tells Sydney. She was actually adopted. Oh, and that's when it cuts to the when underground. She okay. was eight years old. Yeah, and uh, she no, she remembers nothing about her life before that, but she was taken in by Sydney's parents when she was eight, and like Sydney was born when she was nine or something like that. So it's like a weird cutaway after that, but it also works. Yeah, it, it's cool because um, because of what we find out later, yeah. which is even better. So then this is when we go to underground Seattle. First off, this lady is giving tours in the coolest place I've ever seen. Sorry. Second, why would you shut things down like lights and stuff alone? 
I don't know. Like, if I had that job, and even if I didn't think that place was haunted, it's still dark. And dangerous. And yeah. you're a woman. You need to, like, be aware that there are fucking creeps out there. You should never close a business by yourself if you're uh, anybody, really. I don't think you should close a business with only one person. But especially being a woman. People are creeps. People yeah. are creeps. But anyways, can we talk about Underground Seattle for a hot second? Tell me about it, Anne. So it was the original city Seattle. of Seattle. And then after the fire, right? The fire. Um, they rebuilt the city on top of the old one, like a story above. To avoid so flooding. So they wouldn't get flooded. But you can take tours in the original city underground and it's like all the original storefronts and everything can you buy it those just seems so Probably like imagine not. if you bought one of the old buildings underground and then it turned into like this a speakeasy bar, bar. i mean maybe that there might be, be that would be kind of neat an underground seattle yeah, bar that would be kind of fun <laughs> that would be cool but um so the lights all start flickering the tour guides alone shutting down Bad stuff happens. Uh, Gabriel is there. Gabriel is... So Gabriel has, like... Gabriel's scary. Gabriel wears a Matrix coat, long brown hair that's over his face, and he walks backwards and contorts his body really weird and can, like, just move in an incredible way. How does he stick to walls, though? I don't get that because he's super I strong. I don't know. And he can do lots of stuff, but he can like stick to ceiling. I don't. Ce- I know. I don't yeah. understand either. There's, this, but you know what? I think I, with this movie, I just don't care. Like it was just a, you know, I'm always looking for answers in my movies, and I think this is just one of those movies where you're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna suspend some disbelief here and like just <laughs> let it ride and not worry about. The details. I know you didn't watch a lot of them, but Gabriel reminds me of in the Saw movies later on. Mm-hmm. The person doing all the tricks after Toby, Toby's character dies. Uh, I don't know. I only saw. The it's first like a one. trench coat with a pig head with hair like that. Oh, that's scary. So now it's like you know the same setup, only yeah. no pig head, just no face, hmm. or barely Yikes. a face, or some Yikes. kind of face. Gabriel gets the tour guide. Yep gets the tour guide um he has her like taped up in this room with a giant fan he's like got her duct taped to the wall but he's like i'm not gonna go for you right now first i'm gonna go for dr weaver from the beginning who worked at the lab so then we cut to maddie doing a nice little load of laundry you know just yeah doing some laundry and she looks over and in the reflection of the laundry machine's window, she sees the doctor on the ground freaking out. She says, why are you in my house? And she's looking like right at Madison when she says it. Yeah. And Madison's like, what the fuck? And then the walls change. Yeah, Everything melt. starts melting away and she's in a new place and she's seeing Dr. Weaver get attacked in real time by yeah. Gabriel. It's a real mind fuck. <laughs> it is. It's a real mind fuck. Um he takes Dr. Weaver's like medical award 
which, which is, is like a, a very sharp dagger. Like who gives <laughs> awards like that? It's a dagger wrapped with the ra- the snakes. Yeah. So yeah, I get that medical. But still, I know that's was, a weapon. But he's like, great, I'm gonna take this and kill the fuck out of you with this. Yeah, he stabs just the f- brutally murder you. And poor Madison is seeing this whole thing and is like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and she can't move. When all this happens, she is like stuck. Yeah. Like just watching, which yeah. we'll explain later. When the cops come to like survey the murder scene, the when they're looking for the murder weapon, they can only find the base of, of the trophy yeah. and not the actual like part that he used for the weapon. <laughs> and so... They say we need to find the missing half, and the evidence <laughs> oh, yeah. technician girl goes looks at the cute cop and goes, "Don't we all?" <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. It was so cute. So we cut to a little, very short montage of the killer Gabriel turning this trophy into his new mm-hmm. murder weapon. Yeah, they've also um, collected the case files from Doctor Weaver's house. And so they're going through all of these case files and the cop has a co-worker do an age progression on a photo of one of her patients. Yes. Um, progress it forward 30 years or something like that. Yeah, oh, 30 years. And uh, boy, I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> well, at this point, I also was like, I bet the wound on the back of her head released Gabriel somehow. Yeah. I didn't know all the details, obviously. I mean, should we just say what it is now? Yeah. Or should yeah. we say it? So, <sighs> hmm. when, she, when, when Madison was in utero, she had a twin. Yes. That she, like, uh, absorbed that grew on her. Well, they said it wasn't a twin. It was like a, a cancerous. Tumor. It was a tumor. Yeah. Wait, I wrote it down the name. A p- parasitic twin. A parasitic. Twin. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a fully formed thing, basically, like legs, arms. They share a brain. They couldn't remove it safely without hurting her. So they removed as much as they could because he was like evil and telling her to do bad things. Yeah. They removed as much as they could and then just shoved what they couldn't remove into her head. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen, you've seen, uh, oh my God, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he goes to Mars? Total Recall. Mm-hmm. So you remember? Get to the chapel. No, Give that's, to, that's kindergarten cop. No, that's, nope, that's, that's not. Commando. That's command. Get, uh, give to that's what. Give to people air. Yeah. <laughs> There's that scene where the thing is like coming out of that guy's belly. Yeah. And that's what that reminded me of. Like. Yeah, of course. Because why wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, the music in this movie is awesome, in my opinion. I was not paying attention to A it. lot of it was like <laughs> 80s synth style, like oh. 80s horror. Like, Boy, I didn't even pay attention to it. That's funny. And then the rest of it was very James Wan, like anything you heard in his other movies, yeah. like creepy. We have another death, another doctor from the lab, another situation where Madison is like transported into the scene. Imagine how terrifying that is. She's like laying there. Ready? Opens her eyes, and there's a guy just sleeping next to her. Yeah, 
that's weird. That's, <laughs> that's terrifying. So she sees the whole thing, but she sees uh, Gabriel's face. Yeah, because crawl- he crawls over her. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the cops the next day and says, hey, I'm seeing visions of these murders. Uh, this guy got murdered. I saw a distinguishing thing out of the window, so I know where this is. Yeah, she even said she Googled it. Let's go. And guess what? They go, and they find a dead guy. Um, His face is fucking smashed apart. Yeah, it is. But Madison tells the cops, I saw his face, and I can do a sketch for you. Yeah. And so they do a sketch, and it is this totally fucked up, like, tumor face. And the female cop says... (laughs) She goes, what did she say? Oh, where did it go? Hold on. I, oh, my God. Why? She says, I, I need to put out an APV for sloth. Oh, so I'm putting out a bolo on sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone out there that play or has watched or even played the Resident Evil games and movies, Gabriel's face kind of looks like the tyrant's face. Like one eye, mm-hmm. all gooey. Goo- gooey. Gooey. So Madison goes in the bathroom at the police station to like just cool down and rinse her face off. And she gets a call from an unknown number. It's Gabriel. Wait, how? That's weird. Well, remember, Gabriel can talk through electronics through his mind. Oh, yeah. Because he did it at the beginning too with the Yeah, radio. but it's weird that you'd be able to like make a phone call with your mind. And it was weird because. Up until that moment, she was standing in the bathroom contemplating everything going on, and you could see the back of her head, and I was like, oh, that's yeah, like that's what it looks like, Gabriel. Like yeah. They're showing that in the mirror on purpose. But then she got the call, and I was like, oh, so that's not Gabriel. I'm confused. It's so weird. But it's Gabriel, and he calls her Emily. He says he's going to make everyone pay. And she says, Gabriel, no. Because she didn't know. She didn't know who, like, so she knows. This this is, like, in her deep subconscious. She knows who this is. She knows what's going on. I wrote, all right, after this part, I was like, all right, so something supernatural is happening, but I still think it's in her head. And I was really right. I didn't know how right. You were literally very (laughs) right. So then we get to, they're like, all right, let's, apparently this is in your past. We're going to hire someone to come in and talk to you. Nope. And nope. We're going to go. Sydney and her go to see her mom or Sydney goes to see her mom. Their oh, mom then, first. Yeah. Nope. They both go. They both <laughs> go. Sydney and Madison go to see the mom. Madison's like, who is Gabriel? Like you adopted me when I was eight. I don't remember anything. Who is Gabriel? Why was I talking about Gabriel? So the mom is like, well, we got to show you these videotapes from when you were little. And it's like all of these old home movies of her talking to Gabriel, like through a toy phone or like through the like talking to him at her table when she's having a birthday party or whatever. And like, he's awful. He's saying horrible things. He wants her to hurt the baby that's coming. Like, he's awful. Have you ever had an imaginary friend? I never did. I didn't either. I don't know anyone that's actually had one. Um, my kid's dad had three when Whoa. he was little. He had uh, his JoJo, Snoopy, and somebody else. Holy shit! I forget. Yeah, that's a little red flag right there. JoJo, 
it's fine. Is it? I feel like because I don't know anyone. I think it's normal to have imaginary friends. Are we normal for not... Are we not normal because we didn't? No, I mean, I think I just had enough regular friends that I didn't need to like create create friends, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So now that they got this information after watching home movies, this is when the cops are like, all right, let's hire someone to go into your memories. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not missing anything else there. Um, well, hold on. The the cops find USBs in. Uh, the doctor's stuff. That's all the old recordings the doctor made about Emily. So the cop watches that. There's another vision of the last doctor getting killed. Oh, God. I stopped writing because And then the cop realizes, like, he's pieced together that this, this doctor is going to be the next victim. So he runs over, like, he gets to the doctor's house, busts in, right after he was killed but because madison is there like telepathically or whatever actually (laughs) (laughs) um she's like screaming at the cop that gabriel's gabriel's still there there's this big fight it's a long chase scene gabriel like shimmies down the fire escape doing cartwheels off the side it's insane i love when the cop like was like god damn it i just have to get down off this fire escape and he like jumped onto the dumpster and then just rolled off because he was so hurt what did you learn about the person playing gabriel oh so in all of the scenes where Gabriel is running or walking, it's not CGI. That's done by a Ukrainian uh, female contortionist. That's sweet. Which is insane. Because if you watch this movie, the way that body moves is really fucking disturbing. And to know that somebody was actually moving like that is so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I can't even touch my toes. (laughs) I can't. Like, it's insane to me that people can bend and wrap their body in these totally fucked up ways. Gabriel and the cop are down in underground Seattle having this giant massive fight. It's just the fight scenes in this thing are crazy. Yeah, they are. They're insane. They're bananas. He gets a stagecoach thrown at him. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so he, Gabriel gets away. The cop is fine, though. He's okay. Don't he like looks guys. up at the hole in the ceiling that Gabriel somehow his like way shot up. up through, and he's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> this is when we have the hypnotherapist scene. There we go. I I was really yeah. into the movie, so I stopped taking notes a few times. Yeah. I was like trying to catch back up. So the cops were like, "Hey, we hired a hypnotherapist to." Dig deep into these recesses of your mind and figure out WTF. Do you remember the joke that, what's the sister's name? Sydney. What she said there no. at that point. So at the beginning, she goes to the cops and she says, can you hire a hypnotherapist to help us find Gabriel? Yeah. And they're like, we don't do that. A psychic. She oh, yeah, said, psychic. can you hire a psychic? And then when they hire the hypnotherapist, she's like, see? And the other cop. The funny cop was like, this is not the same thing. Yeah, this isn't a fucking psychic baby girl. This is your James Wan moment where the camera's zooming in on her and it's thunderstorming outside because of course it is. Oh, we're going to go into your memories? Of course it's thundering. Yeah. So she has a realization that she was having visions when she was little. 
yeah. of being transported somewhere else. We had the cake scene where she's standing over the mm-hmm. cake with the knife because Gabriel told her to cut a big slice. But then she snaps out of it. And she's standing over her mom's pregnant belly with a knife. Yeah. Ready to cut a big old slice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So she has this like freak out because of that and starts screaming and everyone's like, oh, my God, get her out. Get her out of this trance or whatever. Meanwhile, the tour guide is freeing herself from the duct tape. She's like able to like reach a, a knife in her purse or something and yeah. is able to cut herself loose. So she gets loose, running through this attic, and then falls through the floor into Madison's fucking living room. Right on the So she camp. was being held in Madison's house. Like, evidence evidence is just falling from the ceiling. It is not looking wow. good for Maddie. <laughs> wow. So, obviously. Don't you just hate when your mom drops in, too? Okay. <laughs> no. All right. No, you didn't like that one? <laughs> I don't like moms dropping in. <laughs> um, so the cops go upstairs. They find Gabriel's matrix trench coat they find the murder weapon and they're like okay madison there's not much you can do to get out of this all right all right she's being interrogated by the cops all the lights burst out of course gabriel calls the police officer on the phone while they're while he's interrogating maddie um they put it on speakerphone and then the other cop records, which I guess is what a cop would do, yeah. but it, I thought it'd come up later or something, like garbled. Oh. But no, it never came up again. She was just trying to be be smart. So Gabriel was like, yeah, I, I've been messing with her. Like, that's all my stuff. Yeah. You still don't have me, basically. Like, right. So the cops are like, okay, we do not have Gabriel yet. Um, while this is happening, her sister Sydney goes to the research lab, breaks in, she goes to the basement to get Madison's records of when she was a patient there. Yeah. I'm assuming because there's other boxes in the garage she was looking for a while, but it annoys me so much. When, when they a, just find. Yeah, they find the one for. box. They're like, oh, this is it with all the tapes and Great. everything we Fantastic. need. Fantastic. It's all there. Wow, this is so convenient. Um, Madison is now in jail. She's in a jail cell. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get into the jail scene. Let's. There's something that happens before that, though. Oh, they watched the videos. Yeah, Sydney and her mom are watching the old videos of Madison slash Emily at the lab when she was little. And they find out all about Gabriel. Like Gabriel's attached to the back of mm-hmm. her head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Maddie. Yeah. And he was like evil and powerful and strong. And, and he had two little T-Rex arms. Because they're... <laughs> Because they share a brain, he's able to, like, get her to hallucinate and see what he wants her to see and basically has power over her brain. So, like, the scene we saw her doing laundry, it it flashes back to that to show that, like, while she's doing normal mundane, like, house stuff, Mm -hmm. that's what she's envisioning is happening. But really, Gabriel's taking her body on a stroll to go kill people. To go kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And he was... He was dormant all these years, but when Derek shoved her head against the wall, boom, he was like reawakened. Yeah, and it cracked her skull. And needed that thirst for blood quenched. So then we cut back to the police station girls' jail. 
Oh my god. Getting gosh. rough in that cell. Yeah, so they're picking on her. You know, Madison is like a delicate, tiny, beautiful little thing. Shouldn't be in jail. And all these other women recognize that. And they start going after her. They start beating the shit out they of her. They beat the shit out of her. And <laughs> how do you even describe the beauty that is? This I mean, moment? I don't even know. Honestly, it was <laughs> insane. It was gorier than so many things I've watched like recently. It was kind of awesome. Oh, it was amazing. So Gabriel just goes fucking hog. Like he gets to work. He annihilates pretty much everyone in this fucking jail. No, he kills every girl that's in the cell. Like you see like a hand going through someone's office. stomach. Yep. He rips people's heads, he breaks necks, he smashes people. He figures out a way to break out of the jail cell and then he goes to town on the police station. Mhm. What are it's- your highlights? I don't have highlights. <laughs> I just was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? How many police officers did Gabriel kill? Like 30? Many. Many. He gets into the evidence room, gets his oh, jacket, yeah. gets his weapon. And I honestly did not write any notes, notes after that. I hope you did. A little bit. I was just watching. I was so nervous for our, what's the... Crime scene investigator girl. I don't know what her name was, but I know she was locked in that room and like hiding, and I was so scared she was gonna. Die. I know she I didn't want her to she die. <laughs> the cop scene, big blowout. Our two main cops show up. They get banged up, but they don't get yeah. killed. No, but they get attacked. They get a chair thrown at them. Well, it's and intense. the lady, the lady cop gets like slashed across in her the abdomen. Belly. Lenny, shut up. Yeah, and then they're like, all right, so they're going after the mom now. The mom was moved to a hospital. The younger sister's already on her way over there. Oh, yeah. Do we also find out, did we say that the tour guide is her mom? Oh, well, the tour guide's her mom. The tour guide's her mom. (laughs) Yeah. So we have a big blowout in the jail cell. or not in the hospital. In the hospital. Like, you get worried because the sister gets pinned underneath the bed and Gabriel's holding a gun to her head, and we see him kill her and then strangle the mom. Yeah. But it turns out that Madison, Maddie, grew the power. She knew how to control everything. To put everything. him in that mind prison and yep. make him see what she wants him to see. <laughs> this whole scene sound, felt like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was a little weird and goofy. Yeah. The dialogue <laughs> in this movie was ridiculous, too. Like, Ooh, let's talk about that last dialogue scene. I don't even remember. You don't? Mm-mm, I didn't remember. I was looking down. for a blood connection when really. Oh my God. It, it was, was here, here all along. Oh, is that the part where I was just like, Jesus <laughs> yes! Christ. When she strokes her sister's face, it's like, so I ridiculous. have a blood connection with you. I know. So he's trapped forever in the mind. Yeah, in a mind prison. Well, he says, You can't hold me in here forever. And she's like, I'll be ready. But I'll be ready next time. How are you going to be ready for that, bitch? I know. The dialogue at the end was really bad. Yeah. And then it's also one of my least favorite things to happen in a movie like this ever. It just cuts to black. I'm sorry. I don't care if you've got Gabriel under control. You just killed. You killed so many people. You think they're just going to let you live your life having this murderous. We don't even know if the one cop's alive because he had the knife thrown at him and it stuck him in the shoulder. You're right. Like, don't cut. We need to know. I need to know more. I mean, uh, maybe there'll be a second one. 
Yeah. I think they shouldn't do a second one, but you know him. Just cut to black, and that was it. It was so ridiculous. (laughs) It was so ridiculous. It was a lot of fun to watch, though. Yeah, what's your overall feelings of this? Um, I enjoyed it. It was goofy and silly, but I knew it wasn't going to be like a Conjuring movie. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be like a scary, spooky movie. Do you know what I mean? It was going to be more of like a fun, scary which it was, and it was ridiculous, but I was able to just not get annoyed by the glaring, like, legal, yes. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, someone's going to jail. You killed over 100 people this. in this. Like, you killed so many people and kidnapped people and, like. It was just the person in the back of my brain. I can't control it. If anything, she's going to a psych ward for the rest of her life. Something. Jesus yeah. Christ. But yeah, it was ridiculous. It was funny. I liked it. It was fun. I'm yeah. glad we watched it. People are talking about it a lot, so I'm glad that we watched it. And I, I will say a lot of people were saying it's amazing. and like. Oh, I didn't think it was amazing. No. I thought it was fun. And you don't... There's not like... I don't know. You don't really care about any of the characters. You know, it's not like they don't. I, I don't know. Like you, you don't f- feel like a, I actually. I think the person I cared most about was the evidence technician, <laughs> which was in three scenes. She or... was. I know she wasn't important at all, but she was my favorite character. Like I just really didn't give a shit about Madison. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you kind of feel bad for her because she's pregnant and married to an abusive guy and has a parasitic murderous twin on her. But like, (laughs) you really don't care. Right. Like I'm just more curious than anything as to how you're going to get out of this shit. (laughs) Like you've been eating a good lawyer, baby. I don't even know if a good lawyer could get you out of that. I don't know. There's no proof. I don't know either. So yeah, that was, uh, that was malignant. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to 100 episodes of this, anyone who's yeah, listening. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, we'll be back with uh, episode 101 soon. Yeah. All right. <laughs>